Welcome back to the BCSN Sports Rap Show. And we talked to the head coach earlier today. Now we're going to talk to his immediate supervisor. That immediate supervisor is the vice president of uh, intercollegiate athletics at some uh, universities. Whatever the title is, we all know him as the AD, the athletic director. <laughs> Derek Price, Bluefield State University. Big Blue Athletic Director. How you doing today, Coach Price? I'm doing well. I'm doing well, man. Just wanted to say thank you for having me. All right. And, and we appreciate you uh, joining us. And you guys got a lot of big things going on over there at uh, at Bluefield State. First of all, like I said in the earlier interview, a lot of people don't even realize Bluefield State is in HBCU there in, uh, in West Virginia. Right. And... Until I did my research, I couldn't even tell you where Bluefield State was at in West Virginia. And uh, a lot of people uh, get confused with that other Bluefield school across, you know, on across town. We're not going to give them any shine on this because this is an HBCU show. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, Coach Price, you guys have added 12 sports. 12. During a pandemic. What's the sauce, man? How, 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 how do you do this during the pandemic? Uh, coffee, coffee, you know, that, that'll definitely get you through some troubling times, man. Late nights. Uh, but, but to be honest with you, man, it's just really first and foremost, just the dedication, uh, just the commitment that we definitely have for our university and our colleges is, is to go out there and be the best, you know, and if you have those things, you can, you can do whatever you want to do. Um, but, but to be honest with you, man, it, it just took, um, we, we, we decided to come into this thing, man, and we said, Hey, it's going to be life outside of COVID. It's going to be life after this pandemic. And, and this is where we can actually bridge the gap with other colleges and other universities as far as HBCUs and just really colleges in itself. It's just, Hey, let, let's go out here and let's do this. Let's go ahead and do it. Instead of doing them one at a time, you know, and we'll do this, we'll do that. We, we, Hey, let's go full steam ahead with it. And, and, and let's see what happens, man. That's that was the one number one goal that we wanted to do is just really go out there and and, and just tell our students and, and tell the world, hey, we're we're going to be ready once this pandemic is over. We are going to be ready to 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 be to be one of those colleges that that didn't fold that didn't fold for sure. All right, coach, and please pardon my rudeness. I should have started off in saying congratulations to you guys for winning the inaugural Black College 
World Series, uh, with, you know, partnership uh, with one of our partner organization, Black College Nine. So, uh, right. first of all, congratulations on that. And what what was the buzz on campus with that? You know, it it was a new event. A lot a lot of people knew about. It, a lot of people didn't know about it, and right. it, it was a cultural significance because it was the first time since 1958, if I remember the year correctly, that HBCUs decided a championship on the on the court. At that point in time, it was the NAIA right. uh, championship for the one HBCU to get the bid to the NAIA tournament. This time it's baseball. So what was the uh, what was the buzz on campus about that championship? Oh man, we're hey, we're still ecstatic about that, man. That was that was huge for us, man. That was huge for our college. And, and and for for just for the program, just for the department, the, the the college, man, it was just one of those things where, you know, we're we're changing, we're we're going to a to a different, you know, set of pride and a set of spirit about ourselves, man, and we're holding, you know, we're we're holding our heads high, man. So that that was really a a, a big time event to go out and win, and, and for myself to actually, I mean, a lot of people don't really know the story behind our baseball team, man. We actually hired. Andrew Bailey in January, you know, our previous baseball coach, he stepped down maybe Jan December the 22nd. So we're scrambling around trying to find a head coach. And we, we, we looked up on Andrew Bailey and he comes in in January and really just started to change the culture. That's what we wanted to do is change the culture on our campus. And now that we have that, man, it's kind of like, Hey, we're expected to win. We want to go into these competitions and we want to let them know, Hey, Bluefield state is expected to win. We're not the, oh, let's just get them on a schedule for an easy win or anything. We're, that's just not the case anymore. We're trying to, to to bring that back. We're trying to have that passion and that pride about our university and colleges that, hey, we're, we're here to stay. So so just to go on that, it's kind of, it, it was kind of exciting to go down there and, and watch those guys just win. And then they kept winning. And then next thing you know, they won it all. And, and, and like I said, man, people don't know, man, we just hired that coach about three months ago. It was about maybe two or three months ago, you know, we hired him and these guys go out and win it. And, and I loved it for the simple fact as an interim athletic director, you know, I get a I get a national championship, you know, my first maybe uh, not even year on the job. So I'm like, man, this, this is good for me right now, man, just to pat my own self on the back. But it was it was exciting. I was kind of like, whoa, is this what it's going to be like? Oh, man, I can get used to this winning thing, man. But but just to have those guys just fight. I mean, when they, with, you know, all year long, they beat a couple teams that they've never beat before. They 15 years. I mean, we just had a definitely a sense of pride and and a and a commitment to each other. And that's like, hey, let's go out here and win this. But the campus was crazy, man. It was actually, you know, welcoming guys when they get back with open arms. And I mean, it, it was definitely wonderful to be the last baseball team standing in this inaugural, um, you know, tournament that they had, man, which was, it, it was great for us. It was absolutely great. We're still, you know, congratulating those guys and the coaches for, for a job well done. Yeah, and I was there actually at that tournament, uh, part of the uh, broadcast team for that tournament. Okay. And, you know, it was a... It, it 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 was it was it was great atmosphere at the event and you knocked off the favorite Xavier Xavier came in as the, as the favorite in, in the uh, thing and you knocked him off early then you knocked him off in the in the in the if game and yeah. two of those three games were probably the best uh 
the best games in the, in the entire tournament. Those Absolutely. those matchups between you two guys, you just happen to win both of those uh, tight matchups that you guys had. Man, those guys, man, like I said, man, they, Xavier, man, they were definitely a handful, man. Just to watch that pitcher transfer from LSU, man, he was he was throwing that ball, man. He was throwing that baseball, man. And, and like I said, man, just to actually get invited and to be a part of it. And and that's the first thing. And like I always tell them, man, hey, listen, they can't take our name out of the history book. You know, one thing about a Bluefield State College will be the first inaugural champions, man. So whatever happens after that, if we go back out there and lose that, well, we have we're the first one, and we, you know, and we all we tell these guys, hey, put your name in the history books. Be remembered by something when you come here, right? And you guys actually have something in common, and we we we'll get deeper into the story a little bit later. Xavier bought back their baseball program for the first time in sixty-two right. years. You guys will be, will be bringing back your football program for the first time in 41 years. Absolutely. You guys are also the second HBCU in as many years to be bringing back football to their campus with Florida Memorial bringing theirs back after 60-plus right. years hiatus uh, last year, uh, once again, in the midst of this uh, pandemic. And we'll get, into the, we'll get into football a little bit later on as we get into the beat of the interview. But... There were 11 other sports that you guys added there at Bluefield State. Tell us what those uh, other 11 sports were, uh, first of all, Coach. Uh, well, what we added was, you know, football, obviously. That's just the, you know, that, that took over everything, really, though. But uh, but we have, a, we have a great, you know, list of sports that we added on that. It's women's soccer. Um, we have women's golf now. Uh, we'll be doing, we'll be having men's and women's indoor and outdoor track and field wrestling, men's and women's swimming and diving, uh, women's bowling. I'm just trying to make sure I don't miss any. And I think that was probably acrobatics and tumbling. I mean, I think we are one of the first HBCUs, if I'm not mistaken, to offer acrobatics and tumbling, which is going to be a great, you know, sport for our female athletes as well. But I think that's pretty much, you know, all 11 of them, like I said, man, you get the men's and women's track and field, indoor and outdoor, you know, they all consider separate sports as well. But but definitely, man, those are the sports, man. Yeah, I think I got women's soccer, women's golf. Um, I think I have them all. I think I have them all, though, man. If, if I don't have them all, don't, don't hold that against me. Now, I'm a, I'm a business major by trade, so I want to go a little bit behind the numbers and into, into the business portion of this. Now, obviously, you guys didn't decide overnight, hey, let's add this and that. These were all part of some type of strategic plan that somebody at the university did once upon a time or may have even done it as, few, as little as six months beforehand. But strategic plans, as you, you and I both know, sit on the shelf a lot of times. Yeah. What, what was it that made you guys activate a portion of that plan or the entire plan, what said the time is right to do this? Uh, and question number two is, what were some of the considerations that you guys had to, some of the backroom, not without getting into deep details, but some of the backroom conversations that you guys had to think about was like, all right, we need to make sure this, this, and this happened. We can add this sport. We need to make sure right. we do this, and then we could possibly add those sports. Because I know facilities had to be one of the things that played a key into that. Kind of take us into a behind-the-scenes, Coach. Uh, well, give me one second. I think my video is – oh, here we go. Um, well, well, definitely, man. I mean, football was – 
was in our plan. I mean, football has been in our plan since I was the basketball coach and just hearing little things about, man, we would love to bring it back. Um, it just so happened that it was about three years, three years ago. And we all know, man, when, you know, when COVID hit, man, it kind of, you know, was a, was a tragedy for, for everybody really though, man. But it was one of the things that actually, you know, helped us out due to the fact that, you know, everybody got CARES Act money. The, the HBCUs, they received some CARES Act money and everything. It just it just so happened that, you know, as Bluefield State College, we kind of, you know, lucked out in a little situation with that, man, due to the fact that a lot of these HBCUs, man, what they done with their money was they had to actually – you know, pay it back to the to the support staff, to the students, to the to the dorms because they had to send all of their kids home to meal plans because they had to give refunds and everything back to the kids that paid their money and wasn't able to get any services with that. You know, unfortunately, Bluefield State, we didn't have any dorms. We're bringing our dorms on campus now. We didn't have a meal plan. So the money that we use, we use it pretty much to invest and, and we wanted to be able to grow. And, and what better way to do it and then grow athletics with it? You know, we, we, we're we firm believer in we're not going to run our program or our department on athletics. That's not our goal. We want to be able to enhance our enrollment and help out. We don't want to run our college on, on strictly athletics. We want to just be able to in, enhance it and help out and bring that pride and that spirit back. So it, it, it really was about, you know, the, the CARES Act money and, and really getting us a jump started and to be able to say, hey, this is what we want to be able to focus on and, and let's do it now. You know, so that three-year plan moved up really quick. You know, I took over as an interim athletic director maybe June of last year. We announced this thing about August, hired a, hired a football coach in October, and these guys are about day three, day four practice already, man. So that, that definitely was a blessing right there in itself, but that's the way it went. I mean, the strategic plan was definitely in place to bring these sports back. We didn't think we were going to be able to do all of them at one time where we just basically lucked up and we didn't have to pay back the money that everybody else had to pay back for us HBCUs for the luxury of the dorms and the meal plans. And, you know, so we didn't we didn't have to pay that back. We actually was able to invest in our university with that. And, and here we are uh, 12 sports later. But a lot of it. I mean, it just was the, the conversations was let's do it, let's do it, man. I talked to my president, Robert, President Capehart, man, and he's a he, he's definitely a great guy, great business mind, a great leader, and, and he's like, hey, let's do it, man. Let's do why why not? You know why not? Why wait and, and, and just drag this thing along, man? Are, are you willing to do it? Can you do it, man? We talked to a couple athletic directors myself, and they're like, coach, are you crazy? Are you crazy? You want to add 12 new sports all at one time? You, you have to be crazy. I said, man, coming from Philadelphia, man, you, you we, we are crazy. We are crazy. But, you know, like I always tell someone, man, I'm a, I'm, I'm a hard worker. I'm definitely willing and ready to take on any challenge that I can. And, and like I said, man, for Bluefield State College, it was a, hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's, let's put Bluefield State where it's supposed to be at, man. So it, it was some long hours. It was some great conversations. But, you know, unfortunately, we're here now. There ain't no turning back now. Definitely, Coach. Definitely. No turning back. Now, you guys, I, with those no. 12 sports, are going to be adding approximately 400 new students to the to the university there. Yes. How, how does athletics play? I know, but please explain to everybody how athletics plays a part of the 
strategic plan of the university and the growth of the university, you know, especially now you're adding 400 new students because basically because of athletics. If you don't offer those sports, nine of those 10 students do not yeah. come to Bluefield State University. So yeah. how does athletics and academics play a, play a role together in, in the, that framework? Well, it, it, it goes hand in hand. It goes definitely hand in hand, man. The way we, the way we want to do it is, like I said, man, it's all about the pride. It's all about the spirit. It's all about looking out your window and just seeing tons of athletes, you know, student athletes just going to class and just gathering up and celebrating, you know, that they're, they're, they're part of something special here. So, so that was the biggest thing, man. And like I said, man, we were able to, you know, increase our enrollment with our athletics and not have to hire another faculty member, which is great. I mean, if we were already ready for them anyway, we just haven't had enough students to do it. So, you know, we, we talked to our provost and he let us know, hey, man, we can uh, actually add another thousand kids without hiring anyone. You know, we, we can do that now. And that was a blessing for us. That was a blessing for us not to have to go hire more faculty, more staff to be able to help out with this. So, so it, it, it kind of worked itself out, man. But just some of the things that it can do to your campus is just... It's tremendous. I mean, you know, when when you add athletics to it, man, it's a it it, it helps you out, man. Like I said, man, the the spirit, the the passion. You know, when you have a bunch of kids just you know walking around with a Bluefield State logo on and and just going out there and competing and playing for something, man, it, it goes. It goes beyond the sport, man. We're, we're raising leaders. We're raising young men and women to go and impact the world. You know, we, that's what we want to be able to do with our athletic department. We want to go out here and, and have these girls and guys and just, hey, this, this is what we can do. This is what you can strive for. You can be the next vice president, president of the United States. This is what we want to be able to do here at Bluefield State College. All right. Now, Coach, uh... Approximately with the the new uh, enrollment, approximately how many kids will you have enrolled there this semester? This semester we'll probably have about 250, 275, somewhere around there. And that may be on the short end of it though. You know, we may probably be getting those are new kids though. No, that bring that'll bring your total enrollment up to around what? All uh, all students on campus. All students on campus, you're looking at first year, I would say about maybe twelve hundred. About 1,200 kids, though, you know, so student athletes, uh, but just this general, there's just the campus in general, not just the student athletes. Yeah. But, um, but like I said, man, that's not even when we bring our cheerleaders on board, when we, you know, we're, we're starting our band back up. So this is not even, these guys are not even included in this right now, man. So, coach, not, not to be cutting you off, you can't have an HBCU football program without the band. Oh, no, no, we've had, <laughs> oh, we're gonna have that. We're gonna have that. Listen. I'm telling you, listen, one of the things that we talked about on those late night conversations, man, is you you know we have to bring that band here. These guys can't run out by themselves. We can't just clap them out there. That ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. That only work in high school. That only work in high school. And they don't even work in high school that much, though. So we already knew the blueprint that we had, man. So we're, hey, we're in the process. We have our band director. It didn't work out for him. So we're actually in a search for another band director to get everything started for us. But but I can promise you, though, We'll, we'll definitely have a band out there, man, to support these guys, man. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh, speaking as a uh, Florida A&M Rattler, uh, obviously the Marching 100, Ooh. and also uh, Tuskegee Golden Tiger, the Crimson Pipers. Okay. You know, I, I, I have nothing but high expectations for you. 
Given, hey, my, hey. given the background to universities that I attended. So right. I just want to put that out there on the table, Coach. Hey, hey, listen, but I, I wouldn't. Wait, I wouldn't wait, wait, wait. No you graduated way. from one of those uh one of those other band schools. They 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 got they got a little a little small band. What's it called? The human what? Who was that? Me? Yeah, what school? Yeah, I, I think I think you graduated from Southern or something like that. You was at no, that was that was my uh, that was my sports information director. They have okay. a they got a little they got a little small band. You know, she she always hey man, she she's great though, man. She's they always hey man, my band is. I told her her band ain't really nothing like that, man. But no, I, I apologize. Hey, Southern has a real good band though, man. They have a real good band. I don't know about that that um, Tuskegee band, man. I like to see them battle that out, cause man, for real. Yeah, and see, that's the great thing about HBCU athletics. We talk trash to each other, but it's all Absolutely. love. It's all one, one love. Hey, definitely, man. Like I said, man, hey, hey, some some of them don't even really care if the football team win or lose. They just want to see that halftime show. They that's all they want to see. Yes. <laughs> hey, yes. they, they made drumline for a reason, right? Exactly, exactly. Although you got to love the you got to love the bass from the tuba section, though. <laughs> Hey, everybody gets love, man. Everybody gets love. Everybody gets like I said, love. you know, one thing about one thing about having that band, man, it just does something to you, man. It's yeah. the atmosphere, it's the excitement. It's you know, when you're at a basketball uh, basketball game and them band, that band is inside that gym, and it feel like it got a hold on you that you can't get off. You're like, man, these guys are loud. But 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 we love it though, man. That's that's what HBCU is about, man. Atmosphere and, and, and giving these kids a great opportunity, man, and a great college experience. Now let, let's get into what, what the fans really want, want from the HBCUs football. Right. Start a new football program. You've got two HBCUs on your schedule. Uh, it's got Elizabeth City and Johnson C. Smith, if I remember correctly, both out of the CIAA. Yeah. First of all, talk about going out and, first of all, putting a schedule together just. Off of off of a blank sheet of paper, you have nothing. No, no one has to. Nobody has to really play play you because you're an independent. That you know, I hate to say they're doing you a favor, but they're giving you an opportunity by, by by playing you guys. You went out, you got two two uh two HBCUs on your schedule. Uh, just kind of tell us about putting that together and the importance of making sure that you did put other HBCUs on this inaugural schedule? Oh man, this, this, this inaugural schedule was, was, was tough, you know? And, but like I said, man, I take my hat off to the, you know, our coaches from that football team, man, uh, coach Coxham and coach, you know, the offensive coordinator, coach Gales and, and the rest of the staff, man, those guys work hard, man. They work hard. I'll put my football team staff up against any football staff. You know, those guys really work hard. And, and, and what a lot of people don't know, like you said, man, is these guys are really doing us a favor. You know, because they don't have to play us. We're not, you know, hey, play us or get any. No, they don't have to play us. I think a lot of them are playing us just for the simple fact. They're like, man, we can get us a win against a Division Two opponent, a Division II, um opponent, man. So, hey, let, let, let's do that. But, but, you know, a lot of them are just like, hey, let's play these guys. I mean, we, we want to see what this is about. You know, they have some bye weeks in their schedule. And we were able to do it, man. Johnson C. Smith is right there. I mean, it's maybe two and a half hours from us. Two and a half hours from us. So when we go down there, man, we're going to, we're, we're coming down there, man, and we're coming down there deep, man. It's going to be a night game. So I can just imagine the atmosphere that's going to actually be there. But 
that, that's what it's about. But we wanted to get HBCUs on there, man. We already are talking with, you know, the CIAA to actually let them know that, hey, this is what we want to be able to do. Can we start getting these games scheduled? So we have a couple games scheduled with the CIAA for next year. You know, where we're trying to get all, we, we would love to get all CIAA teams on our schedule if, if it allows them to do that. But it, it was tough to put it together. But like I said, man, those guys work extremely hard to be able to put these things, to put it together. And we have a couple other, you know, schools on our program that was just really starting their program within two years or so. And, and they wanted to play us as well. So it, it kind of worked itself out, man. But to have eight games in the inaugural season is amazing. And two of them being HBCUs, man, we want to, that was big. That was big for us, man. But I'm just proud of those guys, man. And I and I really just take my hat off to the opponents that, that it gave us a chance to be able to say, hey, I would like to put your football team against our football team. And that's the way you get some recognition, man. We're not really ducking or dodging anyone. We would love to play them. I mean, and, and like I said, man, Johnson C. Smith and Elizabeth City were definitely gracious enough to say, hey, come on down here. We'll play you guys. Hey, let's set these contracts up and let's go. Now, HBCU football, when the average fan looks at their football schedule, they look for two things. Homecoming, which you guys have, and the classic. Right. Whatever whatever school, insert school here, whatever the classic is for that school. Uh, obviously, a new program, you've got to build towards, towards the classics. So right. how long before we see Bluefield State in some somebody's classic? I don't care who. I don't care what, what name it is. It's somebody's right. classic. And you know the classic everybody in that area is going to want to see. Bluefield State, West Virginia State. Right. So, Got to right. talk about those. Oh, man, I, I would say we're about a year or two out. I think we're about a year or two out, really, though, man. It's just really the timing and getting everything together. We would love to be in someone's classic, man. You know, anything that would get us our chance to be, get some exposure and to be say, hey, Bluefield State football is here, and they're pretty darn good. We, we want that. We want that type of challenge. We want that, you know, experience. We want that atmosphere. This is what we want. This is why we brought football back. One of the reasons why we brought football back is to be the best. I mean, that's just, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, competition is lovely, man. So um, I would say about a year or two, we're, we're about a year or two out of actually getting into a classic and, and seeing what we can do. But we, we welcome that, man. We'll definitely get in contact with West Virginia State. I mean, we're about an hour 40 minutes apart from each other. I mean, we're the only two HBCUs in West Virginia, so well, why not? Why not, man? But I think we'll definitely have our football coaches contact theirs, and I'll definitely link up with the ADs to see if we can possibly get that done. Hopefully next year, you don't know, man. I don't know what they're already committed to, but, you know, uh, we're, we're wide open. We're wide open. and we'll, we'll make some adjustments and some arrangements for it. And I guarantee you there's some schools, uh, some Virginia schools who may – who also may be willing to look at also uh, once again right. that's that CIAA relationship that you were uh, that you were that you were talking about. Uh, Absolutely. Now, now, coach, we were talking off camera, and I want to kind of bring this discussion on camera. Camera, you guys, uh, you've always had your Division Two status, right? You've also participated in the USCAA Association, which is independent Christian. Uh, well, is it the Christian Association? Correct. No, I think it's I think it's something with the Small College Association. Small College Association. Yeah. That's the Small CCC. AA. Yeah. That's the Christian Association. I get 
excuse me, I get my acronyms confused sometimes. Hey, it's all right. It's all right. It's too many. There's a lot of letters floating around there right now. So hey, exactly. I, long as I don't see FBI, CIA, yeah, and all hey, those you good. Letters, you and, good. And IRS, I can deal with the other letters. <laughs> but uh, yeah. just kind of tell us about their relationship. Uh, the, you know, those opportunities that you've uh, brought to, that your school has provided with for the student athletes in those multiple divisions because you guys have always been an independent. Right, right. Well, you know, we were actually in the WBIAC, uh, and that's the, the West Virginia Intercollegiate um, Conference up until about 2013. So after 2013, you know, we, we actually, before this was before I got there, man, it was, um, they were offered to go to the GMAC, which is the Greater uh, Midwest Conference, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, though. So they were offered to go there, didn't want to do that. So they were just thinking we were going to go back to the Mountain East, but, you know, plans didn't work out that way so these guys have been you know independent since about 2013 you know but I, um if i'm not mistaken i think about 2016 maybe 2015 you know they actually started to partner up with the uscaa now now with the uscaa like i said it's just for small colleges and it just gave our kids a chance to have some postseason i mean these guys get awards they get play of the year they get you know, first team, second team, honorable mention. It's just like a conference as well. And like I said, we always talked about that customer, that, you know, that collegiate experience and giving these guys the best one that we can possibly give them. And, and that's what it boiled down to. It boiled down to, you know, when, when our season ends at the independent, what are we doing? Just go home and, hey, let me get your jersey. One, followed by two, and, and don't forget my shorts, you know. Uh, let's put these things in mothballs into next year. But now we get a chance to at least say, Hey, if you if you made it, if you if you've done a great job this year, and if you qualified to go to a national championship, then hey, here you go. You can still keep playing. It's kind of like our NIT, pretty much though. You know, I look at it as kind of like an NIT when you know these guys don't get a chance to make that big dance. The season's not over. They still get a chance to go play some postseason basketball and win something, play for it though. But that, that's how the USCA worked for us, man. We're not, I don't know if, if we're going to continue that relationship with them or not, man. We're going to probably, if we don't get into a conference within the next year or so, we're going to, hey, we'll be looking to be the Notre Dame of this thing, man. And we'll be an independent program. And, and what we'll do far as that is, is we'll play all the tough competitions and, and we're going to get there one way or another. I have to ask the question, and, and you can refuse to answer this question if you want to, and I would totally understand it. It will not offend me. HBCU conference, non-HBCU conference, or right. just whatever fits? Oh, man, man we would, you know, I, hey, we, we're keeping all of our options open, keeping all of our options open, man, but if we can definitely get into an HBCU conference that's ge uh, geographically fit for us, man, we'll definitely explore that. You know, it's, you know, I don't want to let the cat out the bag, man, but we have some things in the workings now, but we'll, you know, at, at the right time, I'll definitely, you know, get, get my SID to contact you and we can, and we can discuss that for sure. Um, um, sorry, we, we missed the sport also, man, wrestling, man. We have men's wrestling too, just to go back and, you know, on the, on the sports that we added, Bill. So we definitely have the men's wrestling. I had to let them know that Coach Blaze would be mad at if I, 
and tell them about men's wrestling for sure, though. Uh, but before far as conference is concerned, man, we'd love to get into an HBCU conference. You know, that's one of the things that we want to be able to do is, is go back home. You know, family, we want to be amongst, you know, the ones that, that, that we can compete against and play against and just that family conference to be able to say, hey, we just want to provide an opportunity for our HBCU to be recognized and be known as, as, as one of the greats. All right, we're talking with, with uh, Bluefield State Athletic Director Derek Price. Go big blue, as they say in uh, West Virginia. We're going to get ready. We're going to start winding this down, Coach, uh, get ready to get you out of here. But I just got a couple of things I wanted to kind of fire off at you. Uh, during this uh, period of university expansion, athletic university expansion, Okay. What has been the surprisingly, I, want, I, I guess I could almost say surprisingly easiest thing that you've done? I thought it was going to be a lot harder than this, but oh, all right. That, that's it? Okay. What was the surprisingly easiest thing that has happened during this transition period? Oh, man. I, I don't mean, I, don't, I think it was more, I don't know if it's been easy, really, though, man. I think it's been, you know, a, um, a How about great smooth then? Smoother than you thought. Yeah, what, what's going to be – well, actually, hiring the coaches, you know, uh, that, that's been pretty, you know, exciting. That's been pretty smooth now due to the fact that it, it's a lot of – a lot of time goes into a little frustrating at times, but that, that's been real smooth, man. We, we really wanted to just go out and address, you know, these college coaches for their sports and – we feel like these guys are the best recruiters, man. I mean, that's what it boils down to, man. These guys have been one of the greatest recruiters possible. But a lot of things has been smooth. It's just the relationships that we've been able to build with other ADs and other presidents just to talk to them. And, and I really feel like, man, I have a ton of, you know, basketball coaching friends. I don't have that many AD friends, so I feel like I'm a little lonely <laughs> out here, man. But, uh, you know, hey, eventually it'll build itself back up, man. But we have had some great – you know, athletic directors reach out to me and say, hey, if you ever need anything, hey, hey, hey here you go. We'll, we'll love to help you out, man. But, yeah, but, but hiring a coach has just been pretty smooth, man. I think we have all new coaches except for one on our staff since I've been a part of this, man. You know, so everybody is new. Everybody is new, man. So that's been a, that's been a real smooth And you, you, you kind of buffed there, coach. So, uh, if you, if you could, we kind of missed your last comment. You kind of buffed on us there, coach. I mean, let me see. Let me see if I can get close to the Wi Fi a little bit, buddy. There you go. How we looking? How we looking right now? Oh, uh, we, we you sounded good, coach. Okay, okay, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Move a little closer, man. But yeah, but it's you know, uh, like I said, it's just been a smooth transition, really, though, man. It's just hiring coaches and, and putting a staff together, man. It's just you know, we look at other websites and we say, man, these guys have a lot of people on their department of staff, man. We we have about six before we started this, man. If you look at our staff now, it's then and then grown tremendously, man. So that was one of the things that was smooth for us. It's just hiring coaches and putting something together, really, though. Right now, we we're gonna flip the script. What was something you thought, okay, this is gonna be this is gonna be breeze or this is gonna go smooth and wound up being 
a heck of a lot harder or tougher than you thought it was going to be. <laughs> man, I, I really just, just seeing if it all worked really though, man, that's been a, that's how, it's just been more mental than anything, man. Just, you know, and, and like I said, even though it's been smooth, we still are not done with hiring the coaches. So that's one of the things that's been tough. It's been smooth, but it's been, it's been tough because we still don't have our swimming coach yet. We still don't have a bowling coach yet, you know, and, and it just, I don't know, man. I don't know, but just really, just really getting ready, man. It's been the toughest thing, man. It's just to have all, get all this equipment and everything ordered for football and all these other sports that's added because we've never done it before. We've never done this thing before, man. So just to go out there and have to order so much stuff, man, and that inventory, that's been that's been tough. That's been tough, though. So I, I, I would definitely say just as just far as ordering things, man, and just getting everything ready for when these guys come in here to be able to say, hey, here's, here's your stuff. You got this equipment. You have this. And you, have, you have everything you need to be successful, which was really challenging for us, though. All right. In three years, where will Big Blue be? athletically ah uh three years man hopefully we'll be in the conference hopefully we'll be competing for national championships throughout our department you know that's that's our goal man that's our goal hopefully you know our you know class you know one year if it's four years hopefully all of our class will be graduating and walking across that stage to shake the president's hand you know um but in three years athletically man we want to be stable we want to still be doing what we're doing now we want to still be you know, relevant in the HBCU world. You know, we, we like I said, we want to cut down some nets. We want to be able to hold some banners. We want to be able to host some championships. We want to be able to be a part of regional tournaments. We want to host some regional tournaments, no matter what sport it is. We want to do that. In three to four years, I, I promise you, man, we want to try to host a regional tournament. That's one of the goals that we have. And we want to be able to upgrade our facilities to do that. So that's one of my go personal goals is, Let's host something. Let's have all the teams that made it here come here to Bluefield, West Virginia, and get to know us a little bit better. All right. Now, a year ago, you were given the task of adding 12 sports in the midst of a pandemic. Uh -huh. One year later, it's coming to fruition. So a year from now, what will be the measuring stick for the success of adding those 12 programs for Big Blue? Just, just, just really our en enrollment, you know, everyone has to be able to hit their quota goals. Everyone is functioning. You know, when we, when you bring football on, sometimes a lot of the sports suffer, you know, a lot of the poor sports suffer when you bring football on, but, but my goal is to make sure that football is our driving force, but everybody is coming along doing what they're supposed to do. You know, a year from now, and I want to be able to have that marching band out there. You know, I, I promise you that, though. We want to have that marching band out there, man, getting ready for these halftime shows for football as well. But that that's that's my measuring stick right there, man, retaining and retention and keeping all these kids that's here now and giving them that great co collegiate experience to be able to say, hey, I'm coming back for another year. That's what we want to be at. We want want to. We don't want to lose anyone. We just want to keep growing and keep gaining. But just our retention. You know, we don't have any seniors that many on our rosters right now. So we want to retain and keep everyone. And we want those guys to be pioneers for the new guys that's coming in here. So that that that's the number one thing that we have. That's my measuring stick right now. Is just to watch our enrollment grow. Watch how many you know uh, boosters we get. How many fan? How much more fan support that we get from the community. Uh, and put that marching band out there for sure. All right, coach. 
anything that I did not ask you that you want to bring out and let the fans of Big Blue know? Oh, man, just, you know, we, we do this for them, man. We do this for our fans. We do this for our alum. We do this for the ones that laid the foundation to the, the, the put them bricks on there, man, brick by brick. You know, we, we do this for them, man. And, and when I tell all my coaches and everybody, it, it's not about us. It's about the ones who really laid these bricks down there. It's about the ones who didn't have the opportunity or the support system that we have to be able to go out here and do great things. That's what it's about. You know, and I always tell people to this day, let me know another HBCU that went through what we went through with no meals, no dorms, you know, um, just 10 sports and see if they'll still be standing. That's one thing I can hold my hat on is Bluefield State has always been full of pride. They've been full of family. And, and that's what they'll do, man. A lot of these colleges and universities wouldn't, couldn't go through what we went through and still be here to talk about it. And that's something to hold your head up for, man, for sure, though. But like I said, man, it's, you know, <laughs> we haven't had football for 41 years. We haven't had dorms and meal plans for maybe 53, if I'm not mistaken. A lot of these colleges and universities would have folded, man. Bluefield Step kept, hey, no matter how it was working, they, they, they kept them doors open. I can promise you that, man. And now that we really want to get benefit the fruits of our labor, really. All right, Coach. Uh, last question. Told you I'm a business major. So got to ask about the money. Right. But I'm not going to ask you about your money. I need some people to get you some money. Right. So, oh, absolutely. Tell people how to how to keep up with you guys. Give, give us all the social media and website and all the other plugs. And then most importantly, tell them where to send their check, preferably with a comma in it, PayPal, Cash App, whatever they want to do. Yeah. Tell them how to get that to Bluefield State. Oh man, website go dash uh, bstate.com. I mean, every all of our social medias, I think it's bstate, BSC sports, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and that's pretty much for all of our uh, sport, our, all of our social medias. We have the Twitter, we have Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. I mean, we, we have it all. Like I said, man, we, we would love all the support that we can possibly get, man, because it's, you know, like I said, we want to be able to give these guys and these females a, a great collegiate experience, man. We want to be able to upgrade our facilities. We want to be able to, you know, add more to our scholarships, though, so that we can definitely be able to send it send it to go-bstate.com. You can send it to 219 Rock Street, and that's Bluefield, West Virginia, the director of athletics, and we'll, and we'll, we'll make sure you can get it, though. We have boosters. We have everything that you need to be able to donate to us as well, man, but you know, we, we, we just want to be able to say, hey, we, we want to be relevant, man. We want to be able to, you know, do the things that these other HBCUs are doing, man. And, and hey, you know, that, that that's the goal. That's the goal. But, hey, all of our social sites, I think it's the same, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, B, BSC Sports, if I'm not mistaken. I know my sports information director may kill me um, for not knowing them all. But, you know, she, she does a great job. And I think that's more of her job to know them all than me, though, so. Um, but definitely, man, hey, put as many commas in there if you want to, man. You know, full of commas, <laughs> full of commas and zeros. I can promise you it's gonna go to a good cause. All right, and make sure that first number is crooked, not not straight up yes. and down if you can. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But, but in, in in every HBCU's defense, they'll take they'll take as donations as little as five dollars because those five dollars yeah. will add up real fast. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Yeah. 
All right, Coach, Coach Derek Price, athletic director, Bluefield State College, go Big Blue. All right, Coach Price, we thank you for joining us today here on the uh, BCSN Sports Wrap. And we'll be right back after these brief messages. But you know, my peace, they are hard.